Warning, the podcast you are about to listen to is explicit. We are here to talk about our lives, the great times, the messy times, but let's be honest, we learn from those messy times. Content may be triggering as we explore together our lives, spirituality, trauma, recovery, and growth. Welcome to Stumbling Through Enlightenment. I'm Jason. And I'm Edward. Every day we are working through our shit, and today we invite you to work through some of yours with us. Let me give you a quick rundown on what we're going to do in today's episode. The first part of the episode is where Ed and I talk about what's going on in our day-to-day lives and where you'll be able to hear how we support each other's growth. During the second portion, Ed and I will have a deep dive discussion topic ranging from self-awareness, metaphysics, mental health, personal discovery, and much more. Ben? Um, really good, actually. Nice. Uh, I've um, uh, I've taken some time for me, which good. is is kind of necessary. Uh, and I, I talked to my um, uh, direct, not direct supervisor, but my the high high up person, and we were talking. And I said, you know, I kind of feel a little guilty. And she's like, why? And I'm like, well, because it's like I, you know, here you are, and this other person that works. Yeah. In my house predominantly working these hundred hour weeks and I'm doing fifty and sixty hours but I'm making sure to have a day off and she's like, Don't feel guilty. She's like, you know, we're just no. we're all just doing our thing. I was like, That's cool. But um so yeah, I uh I I took a, a Sunday off and I went to a friend's house. I escaped the area because I didn't want to yeah. be anywhere near here. Um and uh and then I I had a conversation with one of my employees and uh not one of my employees i'm not really the supervisor but yeah okay so one of my current employees and um about potentially coming in late monday but i usually have to go in early because of a transport okay and um he took it on himself which was wonderful this is the guy that works like a hundred some odd hours a week he took it on himself to to actually find one of the other houses being able to do the transport nice. and, and that was really cool and he called me back to let me know that which was really awesome and he says so just you know just just in case you ever thought that no one cares about you you know this is this is this is a thing i'm like thank you you know and he and i are of the same yeah. the same mind like you know we we see a need we try to fill the need and oh yeah you know, it works 100 hours <clears throat> yeah months. oh my god that's just craziness so so that was great i was able to take that that day and a half whatever and and like just eat some good food, do some visiting, watch a ton of fucking TV because that's what I do when I go over to my friend, that friend's house. Yeah. And, um, you know, just really relax. And I was able to come back and on that Monday and I was incredibly productive. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, I, you can't constantly go. Right, right. And, you know, it's, it's something that I'm learning, obviously. Um, so that was a thing. And then later in the week... Um, so my sister and I are huge Studio Ghibli fans. Uh, studio what? Studio Ghibli. So it's it's a studio in Japan. Yeah. Which had this cult following in the United States for a while, and uh, is it like a cartoon? Or? Yeah, it's it's a cartoon. They, okay. Um, the the head of the studio's name was Hoeo Miyazaki, 
and he was just this he's this master storyteller like he just is like the stories that he tells are incredible um and then the the animation is really top notch and really really beautiful it's just really they're all immersive let's yeah. just put it, these these movies and uh, so my sister and i are these huge fans and um th- because a lot of his films are now 30 and 40 years old yeah they're doing these like these special showings in these movie theaters oh okay so like one a month you know they're they're doing these things and so cool yeah and i haven't been to the movies i mean with with covid and and you know all of i've been to the movies the world since changing. two years <clears throat> yeah March, yeah since yeah it's COVID. it's been that for me too and and you know I tentatively went into the, the movie theater for the first time, and I'm like, I'm gonna splurge in some popcorn because you know, I know, and, yeah, right. you know, and the and the big drink, you know, and the whatever, and um, half the half the things that they normally carry are, are all blacked out because you know they, you know, everybody's yeah. trying to cut corners and everything. But it was it was really really cool to be able to you know one spend that time with my sister and to experience these movies or this this specific movie in a way that I've never experienced right, in a theater it, in yeah. a theater with like the huge surround sound and you know. Yeah. Yeah. really really freaking cool um and so i'm 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 was really it busy was there a lot of people there well you know so we, we had done one um we had done one a, a week or so ago uh because the month was you know month and month but we'd done one a, a couple of weeks ago i guess and i we pre-ordered our tickets because i wasn't sure yeah. what they were going to be like and it was pretty busy there the 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 theater was probably about 50% full. Nice. Yeah, so it was it was it was pretty big. And then the one we just went to this last week um was <laughs> we sat uh closer to the front and uh we sat behind this guy and the guy looks around at us and goes, "Oh, and I really thought that I was going we were going to be the only ones in here, you know," is yeah, what he said. And yeah. I was like, "No, you know, it, it looked good." And there were, you know, there were probably about 30 or 40 people, you know, nothing nothing as huge as the other one, but it's a lesser known fi- of his films too. Yeah. Um, but it was just it, again, it was just really really cool, you know, that to be cool. able to kind of I've seen a couple Doctor Who things like that. Yeah. Oh, you when know, where they they have the first episode in the season or whatever. Yeah. You know? uh, did you go with so the Doctor Who? Was, was the last time that I went to one of these was was like the Doctor Who fiftieth anniversary special. Yeah. 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 The movie. And that was. I mean, that one. I mean, we we talk about movies giving you you know chills and yeah, so of things really yeah. feel good. But that one was. I'm so glad I watched that one in the in the theaters too. Yeah. Because that was just. Yeah, it was a good one. It was really really cool. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to, to take my time and, and, and spend some time with me because right now what's been going on is, um, you know, up until this point, last couple of weeks or so, I've literally like, I've gone to work just about every day. Yeah. I get out at like five or six or seven or eight, depending on how much stuff needs to happen. Yeah. And then I come home and... Uh, I either come home if it's if it's late, and I'll just hop on the computer and play yeah, Minecraft. Void out. Yeah. Oh, void out. Yeah, yeah big yeah. time for you know a few hours before I have to go to sleep and do it all over again. Yeah, you know. Um, but it's it's been good because um, I'm starting to feel better as well, so I'm able to actually notice when I'm not. 
yeah. you know, because of the medications and stuff, I'm, I'm yeah. feeling better. So, you know, I, I've done some more cleaning in my house, which is, I, I walked into my house this afternoon cause I, I did some this morning and I, I walked into my house this afternoon and I was like, yeah, feels a lot better in here. Yeah. I'm starting to feel a lot better with that. And, um, so that was cool. And, uh, I, <laughs> I had an incident. So last Wednesday, I had like three weeks worth of garbage that needed to be taken to the dump. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> stinky. Right. And it was outside, so it was kind of okay, right? Um, and I... I but you had... have to put it in your car <clears throat> to take it to the dump, right? right. Well, that's yeah. that was a problem. Um, so, you know... I had cleared my Wednesday. Like I had a couple of appointments and I just moved them over because I de needed a day that I was feeling good about doing stuff and it was yeah. supposed to be really nice. So I did that. I put all the, 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 the three days, three weeks worth of garbage into my, into my car and it smelled horrible. And I opened all the windows yeah, and yeah, yeah. I drive and the dump's not open. Oh shit! And the dump is supposed to be open from like nine to five. Oh no! Right? Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was. I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know how this yeah, is gonna right? go, right? So um, I had talked to my sister earlier uh, about spending the day with her and just kind of, yeah. you know, having some fun yeah. and whatnot. And so I said, I have a couple of things to do, so I was gonna do that. And so I, I called her, and she's like, well her husband just came home and he was home early because it was a particularly windy day yeah. and they'd lost power at the job site. So they really couldn't do anything. Okay. So she's like, so now I don't know. She's like, she was going to come up here. We were going to go get Indian food. You know, it was like one of those things. And he's not really into like those, he calls them weird foods, but like her yeah, and I yeah, are, you yeah. know, ethnic foods. And, uh, she's like, so no, I don't know if I want to come up or not down or like, Dad, don't worry about it. Just stay with it. You know, stay with him. And, yeah. and I said, you know, I can do whatever I want today and that's not a problem. And then I did that and I called her and I was talking to her and we found out that there were problems. And again, they had lost power is basically what happened. Oh yeah. And so like none of their like crushers or machines were working. So that's why I couldn't bring my, my, uh, my garbage there. And she's like, well, you oh, know. the dump had the, lost power. Yeah, okay. the, the dump. Right. I'm sorry. I thought you were saying that your sister had lost power. Yeah, no, no. Okay. The dump yep. had lost power, so that's why they couldn't. And it was on their website. And I was like, yep. oh, okay, fair enough. And she's like, well, I said, so now I have this garbage that's stinking out my car, and I've got to take it back out. And she's like, well, I have a dumpster. She's like, we never fill it. Come on, bring it down. Yeah. And you know, we'll take a we'll take a side trip and go do lunch, and and then whatever. And I was like, that's cool. So I go do that. And we go to do we go to do lunch, right? So did her husband go with you? No, no, because okay. and, and it turns out that he, so he got pushed off the plate. He got pushed off the plate, but only because he had a, he had a, a um he had a, a project that he wanted to do a, a quick project. So oh, okay, we yeah. were he was going to do that. So he had his own thing to do. Yeah, so he was going to yeah. do that for about an hour, hour and a half, and we were going to go have lunch for about yep. an hour, hour and a half. And uh, so we go into the town, the local town for Indian, and there are two Indian restaurants. There's my favorite one that I've been going to for years. And they're closed on Wednesdays, <laughs> right? And she's like, "Well, there's another one, and you know, just just down the street here somewhere, we'll find it." And we found it, and that's weird for there to be two in the same right, like, same general area it, like that. It is, and I, 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 
I, you yeah. know, one of them has been there for literally like 30 some odd years. Right. Clearly it's a competitive market. In the town. Uh, apparently. <laughs> right. And then this other one is new within the last couple of years, apparently, yep. you know, just before COVID type thing. And they've survived. And uh, so we, we walked down the street to that one and th- they closed at noon. Oh, no, or, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, they closed at noon and they were supposed to reopen at one. And I, it, that's it, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. They closed during the lunch hour. I, I don't know what the deal is. And it, but, but for, and again, it was a Wednesday specific thing. Oh. Wednesday specific. I don't know if they had some religious thing they need to do or if they've yeah, got like a family thing though, or, yeah. so it was very odd. So I'm like, so I turned to my sister and I said, you know, okay, you, you promised me Indian food. Right. You know, I want Indian Deliver. food. Right. Yeah. Um, and we, we couldn't find any place. At this that was... point, you might as well just go get some rice and throw some curry in it and eat. Pretty much. So <laughs> we ended up this little place called Little Tokyo, you know, like yeah. every town has one, you know, uh, or every <laughs> city There's has one. There's a really good um, Thai place. I'm surprised you guys didn't go there. Oh, you know what? I didn't even know that there was a Thai place down in that area. Really good. Really good. Ooh. Yeah. I'll have to talk to her about that, too, because usually we go down further south uh to there's yeah. a, there's a be- wonderful wonderful thai place down there that we yeah. both really like no so. my favorite thai place in the state is right there oh wow okay yeah hmm i'll have to we'll have to try that out because yeah she, her and i both really love thai food so that's that's a really well cool thing. and you know what was really funny i mean we're talking we're talking six years ago at this point yeah i mean this is not recent mm. i haven't been there recently right so they i mean they might not even be there anymore but <laughs> or they might be shit you know whatever. <laughs> so there's a place around here that we go frequently for chinese food that mm-hmm. had the same staff for a very long time yep um and then there was some changes up with the ownership and we went to uh for christmas eve one year we went to this thai place to yep. have dinner and she came out she recognized all of us the woman that had worked in the place up here was now working down there oh my gosh really yeah yeah oh wow it was really kind of cool like she recognized you know all of us and oh that's cool yeah and we were the only ones there i was i was i was surprised i mean i would think that christmas eve thai place would be a a thing to do but right yeah we were the only ones in the restaurant it was pretty cool yeah so does does did she just work up here and then work down there, or, or did the family no, own both of them? No, she had changed her job. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, her family doesn't own either one. She was just an employee. Okay, gotcha. And she had changed. She had left the place up here and was now working down there. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a, a a Thai a Thai food place that I was introduced to when I I was living a little further west in the western part of the state, and. Uh, they it was a lovely little family that owned the place yeah and the food was really amazing and then they opened up this like big almost posh restaurant yeah and still had the hole in the wall yeah um and the posh restaurant did really really well uh but then they they let another part of their family like cousins yeah. run the hole in the wall yeah, and they yeah. ran it into the ground oh no right and it was it was because i would much rather go to that one than, yeah. than the big one yeah and then something happened i was gone for a couple of years and i i came back and the the big the big one is now being run by somebody else and they have changed the name but they've gone back to that little hole, little in, the hole wall. in the wall so Aww. i walked in because i wanted to try it and there's mom and dad you know, Aww. cooking, and I'm like, oh my gosh, and they recognize me. And that was, there's something about that type of thing that's just yeah. really fucking cool. 
Um, but yeah, so we ended up with <laughs> we ended up with um, I don't know Chinese food, Japanese food, and and sushi, and it was a great it was a great day. But it was not it was not Indian food. So no. subsequently, I am hankering for Indian food <laughs> now. <laughs> I still, I still want my Indian food. Um, after after recording today, maybe that's what I'll go do because there's one like across across yeah. the river from us, you know. So yeah. Um, but I just it was a disappointment all the way around. But I had a good time with my sister, so that was fine. Right. Right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was an interesting journey, and you got rid of your trash, and I got rid of my trash. Thank God, because it stunk to high heavens. <laughs> So it is that time of year again. It is. And, and, you know, it comes around every year. I just don't, you know. You know yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's those uncomfortable situations yep. where, you know, maybe you haven't talked to mom and dad in a few years and they want you to come over for dinner, you know, for Thanksgiving out of nowhere. Yeah. And you're like, uh, there's a reason we haven't talked for this long. Right. Why the hell are you contacting me now? Right. You know, all the way to people that, you know, just think it's part of the holiday. You know, it's Thanksgiving. I got to go spend, you know, eight hours with my uncle that tells me I'm fat all the time. And right. my mother who tells me I'm wasting my life. And, you know, my great aunt that can't stop telling me how poorly i take care of myself you know like <laughs> on and on and on you know and, and it's like some people think that's just the holiday right that's what the holiday is so i i have you seen this i have to have you seen this commercial this commercial for um it's a, a cell phone commercial and they talk about friends and family or no family plans and you know no. family plans are great except for they come with family and it's this woman who's talking and she's going into like a holiday situation yeah and you know she I've goes i've not seen this this is i think it's visible is yeah. the name of the thing and so she she walks in and uh you know her aunts are there you still single dear and you yeah. know and then she's sitting there talking next to her grandfather who's falling asleep in the chair and somebody yells out where's the turkey and the woman goes, "Hit your fucking turkey!" Not really swearing, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. throws the turkey, which is on fire, by the way, next to the Christmas tree, which then catches on fire and sets off the smoke <laughs> alarm. And then, you know, her grandfather goes, "Can somebody answer the phone?" It's the fire alarm, <laughs> Grandpa. You know, yeah. <laughs> so the whole he point of that up, is yeah. to, to to have the friends as opposed to a family plan. You know, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, because it's the family we're born into. Yeah. There is a certain level, I think, of society that says. You know, you're, you're, it's the old, they're your blood. You yeah. know, it's your, your family comes first. Blood is first, you know, that kind of thinking. And I think for a lot of people that can be really damaging because they don't see that they have the opportunity to do something different. Right. You know, my, <clears throat> I talk about this often is if my biological mother had been alive when I had children, I don't think I would have involved her in our holidays. 
Right. You know, I think I would have maybe gone to see her the day before with them Mm -hmm. or, you know, the weekend after or something like that. Yeah. But I don't think I would have allowed her into that space in my family. Yeah. Because it was so dysfunctional. You know, I mean, she was... I went through those videos. Remember those videos I went through? Yeah. There was one that was a Christmas time. And I mean, you could just see the resentment and hate dripping off of her as she cooked that meal. I mean, there was just a total, total resentment. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, everything had to be perfect and right in her way. Right. So, I mean, it was one of those things where it was it was just constant. And I, you know, my holidays are not that. My, uh, you know, my, my adoptive mother and father really just focused on being together. Right. And that's what mattered. It didn't matter if the turkey tasted like shit or if it was dry or, you know, if the mashed potatoes were lumpy or whatever. <laughs> right. Like, that didn't matter. <laughs> You know, what mattered was that everybody was in the same space. Yeah. And we enjoyed each other. You know, it wasn't a competition. It wasn't, you know, obligation. I mean, we enjoyed being around each other. Yeah. And I think that's what you deserve at the holidays. You know, I think it's a healthy boundary to say you know i'm not going to come over to your house for thanksgiving maybe we can get together and have lunch in a couple of days or something you know something alternatively if you're willing to be there for that even but i think we deserve our holidays i agree i really do and i think if you're spending your holiday in a quasi abusive uncomfortable setting how are you enjoying your holiday? Right. You know, just, I mean, I had, <laughs> I had a Thanksgiving years ago, years ago. This was probably 20 years ago or more where I didn't want to go to my mother's house. I wasn't interested in that. Um, my other, you know, I call my adopted family. That wasn't an option that year mm-hmm. for, I can't remember what the reason was. And I sat at home and I ate, you know, one of those like uh, turkey things you can get where they have like the rotisserie chickens and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got one of those, one of those little, it's just like a turkey breast and a leg. Yep. And got some cranberry sauce because that's all I really like. Right. And me and this girl, um, friend girl that I had been living with at the time, that was our dinner. And that was one of the best Thanksgivings I had ever had. Right. And the only thing that was missing from every other one was that my mother wasn't involved. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I I learned that slowly. And I, I mean, I say this often, but I am so grateful that both of my parents, my biological parents, were long gone by the time i had children yeah by the time i had my own family um 
so yeah and i think you know i mean like especially this year um and and last year was a little bit more too but you know we are you know we covered this last year and a lot of it stands still there are pressures because of covid yeah. You know, I mean, the COVID situation has improved, but now has not improved. And there's well, now you've got Uncle Bob saying he's anti-vax, and you've right. got Aunt Margaret saying that she's triple-vax, right? And... But you know, you also, you know, there seems to be this pressure to, you know, spend as much time with family as possible, and you know, so on top of the tradition, yeah. which is which is pressure, and you have the COVID for two years, the COVID. Um, <laughs> I, I know I, I, I catch myself. I'm like, oh, God, you know. Um, but you have COVID that has the pandemic that has been here for two years. And now we have, you know, the travel and there were travel bans for a long time. Yeah. So you wouldn't have necessarily made the lesser trips out, you know, to see your parents or to see your family that yeah. could be toxic. Um, so now you've got a lot more of a hey you know we have the we we have the vaccine we have this we have that there's no excuse honey come over for for dinner and oh for excuses yeah, yeah you know and i i think that that is going to add a lot of weight this year to yeah. you know both thanksgiving and christmas um for people feeling that they need to to come you know to come through so really what we're going to talk about or what we're talking about is just being able to say no yeah. Yeah, basically. I mean, to to get out of the setting where you're coming up with an excuse. Right. Because you're right. I mean, you might not always have one. Or there may not be one that's anywhere near as good as the other person's reason for you to be there. Right. You know? And, and that's oftentimes, you know, I've how many of these stories do you see where, you know, they say oh, I've got this going on, so I can't be there. And they're like, oh, we showed up to give you some food from Thanksgiving and that you're not where you said you were going to be. Right. You're at a friend's house or, you know, something like that. Like, right. you know, you avoid those types of situations and you avoid limiting yourself. You know, if you say, oh, I've got this obligation, like, what else can you do then? Right. You know what I mean? Like, you still can't just enjoy your holiday. So how do you say no to family who aren't going to accept no is really the question. So have you ever been in that situation? Um, yeah, I, I don't want to say yes because I don't. There have been no because I, I, I've always just said yes and I've gone. Yeah. And that has always been a problem. Um, and for me, I think that a lot of it is that social construct that we have and that fear that uh, of, of just saying, you know what, I don't want this relationship anymore. So that's yeah. all been in the past. And then I, I was a chef, so I worked all of the holidays, you know. Yeah. You so had an excuse. I had the excuse. Yeah. Ironically, this year I do not have an excuse um, because... All of my participants, all of the people that are in my house are going away. Yeah. And their families are coming to take them. So I don't need to be there for the entire day. And on top of that, it's my mother's birthday. Yeah. So I can foresee this becoming problematic. Okay. You know, so I, I, so this is, this is fresh. I've been thinking about this quite a bit. Um, and I told my sister that I, I, right, have you not been interacting with your mom? Or? I, yeah, right. So yeah, I have not been interacting with my mom. Um, cause for, I mean, I think the last time you talked about her here, you guys had been 
working well together. Right. I I thought I had There's said probably something been about, a yeah. lot that happened in between. Then yeah, it's so, been yeah. it's probably been a month. Um, it's when I started coming down off of the the ADHD meds, yeah. and there was a fallout, and I realized throughout that during that fallout that my mother was not working to rectify anything on her end okay and i didn't want that in my life okay so i you know i i'm not having contact with her at this point yeah um you know a phone conversation here and there little bits you know but nothing no hangout time yeah at all um and i'm trying to be okay with that so I don't know what she's doing for Thanksgiving and her birthday. Yeah. I'll call her and say happy birthday, but that's as far as it's going to go. Okay. You know, if she goes down to my sister's house, then um, I will not be going down to my sister's house for that time period. Okay. Um, so, and I think I'm, I feel good enough in myself right now to just say no. Yeah. Well, I mean, just from what I've seen in the past, you tend to feel better about yourself when you're not around her. Right. You know, it's just—I uh, don't know. It's just how you've always seemed. Yeah. You know? If you have less mom time, yep, you are in a better headspace. I am. I am. <clears throat> I feel that way too. So, um, you know, for me, and especially because we've been open, and I guess that's that's the thing for a lot of people. You know, if you've been open. How do you start those conversations? Right. You know, like I had that conversation with my mother. We know that she's a trigger for me. She knows that she's a trigger for me. We've had that conversation. Right. Everybody knows this now. And so me saying no, I can do that. Yeah. And I don't necessarily need an excuse because I have already it's said. It's understood. It's understood. Yeah. You know, I don't feel like dealing with this right now. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Um, so how do you start that conversation? You know, listen, family, you're toxic. You know? Right. Well, and that's the thing is I wonder if, if it really has to be a conversation. Right. I wonder sometimes if, um, you know, you get that call and it's, it's the, the, you know, when are you going to be there? You know, Aunt Sally's going to be here at noon. Are you going to be here before or after? There's not even like a question of, are you coming? Right. Right. So in that scenario, it really is, I think, a choice of do you want to just play along and do whatever they're asking you to do? Mm -hmm. If you want to stand up for yourself, do you want to do that by making the excuse, which will get you out of it with limitations, or do you want to be out of it without limitations? Right. And being out of it without the limitations is that honest conversation. So it's, you know, whoever's going to be here at noon, are you going to be here at 11? Actually wasn't planning on coming this year because I plan to do this. Right. Right? And that's not an excuse because this is going to be what you're actually choosing. Right. Right? It's not, oh, I'm working. It's, I'm actually going to go spend, you know, Thanksgiving with my friend Betty or whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and I think that's the place where it starts. Right? I think that's the easy part mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. I think the hard part comes when, you know, that mom or, or that dad says... Well, that's not what you're supposed to do. Or yeah. you're supposed to be here. 
not there, you know, or bring your friend with you here. Right. Don't go there. At which point I would go off on the deep end and yell, it's my life. You can't tell me what to do. You, you know, you'd have a tantrum. I would have a tantrum. Yeah. You know, I, that, that's still a very realistic thing for me. Yeah. You know, I mean, it would escalate into that potentially because yeah. I'd be like, I'm an adult and this is what I would like to do. Yeah. You know, and then that would not be good enough is what I'm, you know, thinking yeah. in my head. And then, yeah, eventually I would probably snap. Well, and, you know, this is where we've talked about boundaries before, mm -hmm. is me setting a boundary is not going to be comfortable for you. Right. And if I'm going to set that boundary and really buy into it and adhere to it, that conversation also needs to happen of what am I going to do when they get upset about it? Right. Right. So say you've established this, this, you know, you're going to Betty's instead of coming over there, right? So mom or dad, they freak out. They tell you, you know, you're supposed to be here, not there. And you have a couple of ways to respond to that, mm -hmm. right? You can disengage, you yep. know, I've set my boundary. You're not hearing my boundary. So I'm no longer going to talk to you about this. You know what I'm doing, period. Right? Yeah. That's an okay way to handle this situation. Absolutely. It's perfectly okay to not have to explain or engage in their baiting of you to get involved in what they want you to do, not what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Now, you can also try to explain, right? Yeah. Well, I, you know, sometimes at Thanksgiving, I feel like people aren't very nice to me or you know sometimes at thanksgiving i feel like i'm just told what i'm not doing right and they can respond to that how do they respond to that well we won't do that what are you talking about you know right. or they'll say oh well we'll try to be more conscious about it <laughs> so okay well that's fine but i'm still not going right and maybe you can try to do that when we, you know, get together for breakfast or lunch right. or, you know, during this this time-limited block, you know, that you can easily escape, not a day of Thanksgiving. Exactly. Right? An entire day where you, you know. Right, right. You set those boundaries. And, you know, then there's the third option of folding, you know, and just going. Yeah. And it's important to recognize that those are all steps in that progress so yeah in the beginning it might be just thinking it's possible for me not to go and then you go you know yeah. and then it might evolve to the excuses mm -hmm. right and <clears throat> that also gives you a reason not to go that has nothing to do with you you know, you can separate yourself from the reason. It doesn't have to be your fault. It can be the reason's fault. Right. You know, all of those things. It's a very distant way of dealing with it. Yeah. And then, you know, you move toward what we've talked about here is, you know, being honest and setting the boundary. The important part for everybody to recognize is that your job is to set the boundary. Whatever they're going to do with that is their responsibility. Yeah. You know, you're not responsible for making mom and dad happy at the holidays. 
that's not your job. You didn't come out with a jester's uniform on. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, you're not there to entertain them. You're not there to fill a, a spot in the family. Right. You know, you want to be able to enjoy yourself and feel like you belong and feel comfortable. And if you can't do that with family, that's okay. It doesn't mean something's wrong. It doesn't mean something's broken. It's perfectly fine to say no. Realize that there will be pushback and try to figure out where you're comfortable with responding to that pushback. Are you comfortable explaining it? If you are, write some notes so that you can stick to it, you know, because you're going to have that other ear jabbing. Well, you should come. What am I going to do if you don't right. come? Blah, 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 blah. And there's also going to be your anxiety response that's going to come with that. Yeah, Absolutely. I find that writing the notes for any type of conflict like that yeah. is very important. Yeah. If you want to explain yourself, notes is a great place to start. Yep. And then, you know, at the bottom of those notes, write down, if it gets too intense, it's okay to hang up. Yep. Right? Ultimately, if that person is having a hard time accepting your boundary, you cannot change that. There's nothing you can do about that except for release that boundary, which in this case is the opposite of what you want to do. The more you set the boundary, the less the overreaction will be to it. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and that reaction is like a toddler reaction. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like it's, you can very easily take a 65-year-old person and make them a toddler when you mess with their family plans. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) But the reality is you need to choose you if you're at a place where you're ready to do that. Yeah. And choosing you means setting the boundary, not dealing with the repercussions of it not dealing with the mop up of whatever parent or you know not you don't have to sit there and be abused because you're not going exactly it's okay to set the boundary if they can't deal with it in a way that's safe for everybody you disengage yep now one the other things that that i was just thinking as you were talking to is uh you know, it's not up to you to basically placate them in any way, yeah. shape, or form. And and we, for something like this, because it's it's very event specific. Um, you know that that starts in the very beginning when you say no. Yeah. But be prepared because it will also potentially happen after the event as well. Oh well, oh, you yeah. should have been here. Did you? You could have seen this or this happened. So, this person really missed you, right? You I know? cried the whole day because you weren't there, right? You know, and it, yeah. it it can go from that. You know, anything from the positive of oh, you know, little Johnny did something so very cute you yeah. missed. You know, yeah. and you should have been here, which on the surface seems really positive and is not all the way to and and the whole dinner was ruined because you were not here yep you know absolutely so definitely being prepared for that um and i know we're gonna eventually uh, and have friends i mean have have people that you can talk to that are totally out of the situation yep so that you can get some of that reality testing done you know some of that 
is this true? Am I being an awful daughter because I'm choosing not to go to this meal? Right. Does that make me an awful daughter? Right. No. It's, it's a meal. Especially because, you know, family drama, when it when it comes to family toxicity, that is so ingrained in us that it is so hard to differentiate between the reality. Yeah. You know, so that's definitely when you're going to want to get somebody to support you with that, whether it's, you know, a therapist or like you said, a friend, you know, yeah. somebody to just Yeah, I mean, go. anybody that can hear the absurdity <clears throat> of it and help you see that yeah you know absolutely um yeah you're you're not responsible for how other adults react to your boundaries yeah if you start getting into kids that's a little bit different there's a responsibility (laughs) to help them integrate the boundary that you've set right but not with adults you know if i'm speaking with another person who's my age or older because a lot of times we're talking about parents here yeah you know people have a really hard time with no and really it's a skill that you need to develop to accept no as an answer yeah it really is you have to work on that and as you work on your ability to accept no you become much more comfortable with using no yes right yep so it it really is a way to grow potentially grow the relationship yeah because this person who you're talking to will also have the opportunity to grow so if they don't choose that opportunity that's not on you right if they choose to sit like a stick in the mud and whine and cry or you know tell you how awful you are because of it again that's abusive that's why you're not going right right (laughs) Right? exactly so you don't have to take it over the phone just because you're not showing up you don't have to take it at you know that lunch that you scheduled with them just because you didn't show up yeah you know if they can't move past it then it's okay to say hey i love you but I'm not willing to take this. So maybe you need to talk to a therapist. Maybe you have a a priest or somebody you can talk to about this. Because if we're going to have a relationship, you're going to need to move past that. Yeah. You know, and then have that relationship in ways that you can control. You know, it's, I learned, um, very much toward the end with my biological mother that I needed to, we needed to do something, right? I needed to, we needed to go to a movie or we needed to go out to lunch. We couldn't, I couldn't just go to our house because that would always create problems. There would always be, Uh, you know, oh, I want this, I want that. You know, the boundaries just start ripping apart, right? Yep. But... If I meet her at Applebee's and I'm having a bad time, well, I can eat a little bit faster, you know, and then apologize, but I got to go. Right. And then I'm gone. There's no, you know, there, there's no clinging because of it being her private space. Right. Where she can start throwing out all this shit because I want to not be there anymore. Yeah. You know, it held her more accountable. 
um, and allowed time you limits. to control. Yeah, and allowed you, know, you to control that situation. You don't sit in a restaurant for two hours. You know, maybe if it's a nice restaurant, but right. typically you don't sit in a restaurant for two hours. Definitely not an Applebee's. Forty-five minutes to an hour, you're good. You know what I mean? And that for me at the time was tolerable. Yeah. It might not be for you. You know, for you it might be ten minutes. And that might be a, you know, oh, I'm just going to drop off some cookies to you. Or I'm going to, you know, um, drop off a card. Or I'm going to um, beep the horn as I go by and wave. Right. You know what I mean? It does, it, in, any interaction is an interaction. Yeah. And that's how you slowly build that for yourself. And that's a really good that so so you have just given another wonderful piece there and and you know especially if you're going somewhere else for Thanksgiving or for the holidays of any sort and you're going to even be near the yeah. other people because you know a lot of times you know if you go to friends' houses you're you're close yeah, you yeah. know well I'm gonna stop in before you know that way you can just stop in and that you have this and then they kind of get a little bit of what they need and you get what you need by going okay i've seen everybody i want to see and i'm done seeing the other people i don't want to see and yeah yeah you know and that limiting of time like you said is a good way to ease into it but also kind of you know gives you that in between gray area where you still get your needs met of not having a disgusting holiday (laughs) you know or or an anxious holiday and and you know still maybe make you feel like for me that would be a perfect thing because then i wouldn't feel like a bad that's what i was thinking for you probably yeah yeah probably would i think for i think for most people it would just either prolong the guilt process that could be too yeah or you know for for a good group of people out there after they spend that time with their family can regress you know or or they can have you know real responses to that Mm -hmm. that can affect them for months afterwards yeah you know um so i mean i i would be nervous to use that because it is kind of a it's a graying of the boundaries yeah and when you're really establishing boundaries especially around these types of family times i think in the beginning it's better to to take the holiday out of it yeah right i've given lots of examples where we're saying you know we'll do lunch the next week or something like that you want to give something right which is that yeah controllable small amount of time but i think if you connect it with the holiday it loses it loses its point yeah do you know what i mean yeah i can absolutely see that because i mean you could if it's a bad situation, you know, you could go there and say, I'm just going to drop in. And, you know, your uncle says, Jesus Christ, you put on 200 pounds. Yep. And that you know? could ruin everything. And then the so, rest yeah. of your day is shit. Like, because yeah. that gets you, you know, that's that hook. Yeah. Or you go and then, you know, you spend that 15 minutes checking in with everybody telling you how awful you are because you're leaving. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just. Or by physically showing up, it makes it harder to leave, too. I mean, that's well, that also too. a possibility. They, they get that hook. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And if you're somebody like if you, if you're somebody like you with ADHD, oh god, you're just showing up could take 3 hours. You right. know what I mean? And and for you it really will be just showing right. up. When I was thinking about that too is like I will drop off when you said drop off the cookies is what I was thinking cuz that gives you a task when that task is complete, I can go away. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And you're not saying you're you're coming to stay. Right. Or you're coming to visit. You're coming to drop off. Yeah. Right? And that can happen, and I would say purposefully to make that happen whether they're home or not. Yeah. So that they get the message that drop off doesn't mean we're going to sit and talk for an hour. Yeah. It means I'm going to hand you something. I'll talk to you, maybe ask you how your day is going, maybe you see the grandkids, you know, give you hugs, and we're out. Yep. That kind of a thing. Yeah. So there's lots of different levels to this. I think the point of of this discussion is really just to give everybody permission. Yeah. Yep. It's perfectly okay for you to not want to spend holidays with anyone that you don't want to spend them with. Yeah. You do not have to subject yourself to abuse or even just feeling anxious because you have to interact with somebody. That's ridiculous. It is. You know, there's under, no reason for Under that. the best of times, and especially for the holidays, you know. Right, right. Especially the holidays should be yours yep. to enjoy and not to have to listen to that or have to listen to that and then ruminate it for the next six months. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's That's really the big crux is that those things last sometimes, especially if you're new at this. Yeah. hope you enjoyed the show today remember you can always reach out to us through our facebook page at stumbling through enlightenment follow us on twitter at stumbling t-h-r-o-u-2 go to our website to check out more episodes and information about us personally that is stumbling through enlightenment dot squarespace dot com you can also reach out to us directly at stumblingthroughenlightenment at gmail.com. That's it for today. Have a great week.